All right, y'all, we are back. Hey, guys. Okay. (laughs) It's everything and nothing time. The show where you get everything. And nothing. At the same time. The same time. Okay. I'm still trying to get past whatever that voice was earlier. Anyway, Don't do me. Anyway, you got Jonathan over here. <sighs> and a secure Elon as always. Ew. Wow. Talk about me doing too much. Ew. My it's better to be too much than not enough. But anyway, who's the your baby? copyright <laughs> infringement in this dancery. In the dancery? <laughs> Who your bae? too high right now. Who your bae? Jeez. Uh, my bae this week. I have two. I have two bays. Uh, first bay is Angela Bassett. Uh, She's Angela Bassett. Queen of all queens. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, b- acting royalty, I guess. And I can't throw enough positive accolades and titles out there. Um, I don't think there's such a thing as a bad Angela Bassett movie or a bad Angela Bassett role. I mean, those don't exist. If, if, they, if you point one out to me, I will say you are you a blasphemer. It. You're wrong. You are wrong. You're and wrong. it's okay to be wrong sometimes, but not in this case. Um, so Angela Bassett, definitely um, all-time great. Uh, give her her flowers while she is still here. I believe she's going to be in the new Black Panther movie. I would hope um, so. So that would be great to see her again. Especially because I feel like anytime she plays... Uh, an authority figure or like royalty I feel like that fits her the best for sure because she's royalty there you go she's not even acting at that point no it's just natural I listen here I truly believe she lives in Wakanda and just doesn't tell anybody I mean why would she, she lives, look, she, look what happened when you let the colonizers in yeah, that's true too she, so, lives, she lives in Wakanda for real and just mm-hmm. doesn't tell people um, second bay of the week um, Megan Thee Stallion oh, Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion have you seen her new video Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. <sighs> you are funny. Megan Thee Stallion. All Nothing right. else I can talk about. That thing was thanging. Yes, her thing was thanging. <laughs> I don't even think that's a good enough explanation. First of all, so like I said, okay, so I literally just played the video for you, obviously, mm-hmm. right before we started recording. Megan if Stallion. you have not heard her new song, just Google Megan Thee Stallion and the video. The video, I think, is really, really Fun. I really like the video. Thang thangin'. Um, I appreciate, but beyond her thang thangin', behind the things thangin', because it wasn't just thangin'. her. Everybody was, was thangin'. Thangin' left and right. Everybody was thangin'. Thangin' left and but, right. But and shout out to that police officer. She oh. she got little booties by the toe, and she was throwing that thang. All right, girl. She <laughs> was just like, a whole lot of thass in that video. <laughs> but anyway, T H A S thass. Stupid. <laughs> so, um, but I just really appreciated also what she was saying in that video Megan because it's always the people. Who thanging? <laughs> Are you gonna just keep saying that? Can't help it. Thanging. Anyway, <laughs> I just appreciate what she was saying in that video because the reality is people got a lot of stuff to say, but you really could just sit down and eat your food and be quiet. Like you don't have to, mm-hmm. especially when we know that you you watching these videos. You you you, you have, have to if you, you have, have if, to. You got for all the these feelings. Who leave like negative comments on stuff like that. You have to, especially. If, here's my thing. The only time I'll ever leave a negative comment on anything, online, you know, well, I guess online, social social media or whatever, is if it is disappointing um, me as a fan of whatever that thing For is. For sure. Um, that's probably the only, or super racist. Oh, well, yeah. Well, super, yeah. super racist, misogynistic, something like that. Yeah. Then, yes, I will leave a, um, a negative comment. Other than that, I don't care. Right. Worst you'll, worst you'll probably get out of me is maybe a thumbs down. 
But that's just so I don't see it on my on my algorithm again. Gotcha. But other than that, and even then, that's not hurting anybody. I'd rather a thumbs down than somebody be like, oh. I don't even do that. I just ignore it. And, but, well, moving. for me to do it, it has to be, maybe you were misleading yeah. with your, like, your caption or something. Or, yeah, it's just that bad. But other than that, yeah, I'll just skip. Not for me. Please don't show this. Whatever. Yeah, okay. And then we keep it moving. Well, I'm not interested. Button is strong. Especially on TikTok. Ooh. But anyway. Man. So, so, Megan Thee Stallion. All right. Megan Thass. Thass. I thing, sh- thing. I also have two bays this week. Monkey. All right. <laughs> so, my first bay is Omarion. Um, I saw a Thass picture. Icebox. used to be. Y'all can't see my shit. But no. So, I just really appreciate. I just really appreciate his view on life. He's very just like. He doesn't let the foolery get to him. Which I just really appreciate. And then okay. I saw he came on my timeline the other day. This picture looks like maybe like him, his children, his mom. And I'm assuming that must be his dad. Mm-hmm. He just seems like he's in a really good place. And I just, considering what we know about his life and what we could have seen from him. And I think Loki would have been justified. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate that he took a different route. Is he still doing the Scream Tour by himself? I was about to say, but... Because I feel like... Because, excuse me, I am a... I have a ticket. So, uh, when uh, is... Well... I uh, need you to, uh... Yeah, no, I don't really Icebox on mm, tour, sir. I don't really care about that part, but... I, I do, because I, I got tickets. My understanding was he pulled a, uh... He pulled a David Ruffin. He sure did. Because <laughs> he was actually David Ruffin in The Temptations. It was on Mario and B2K and them. Okay. And I'm a B2K fan, and Omarion was never my favorite. If you know me in real life, you know that's the case. But... I was like, I mean, realistically, he can go on tour without y'all. Can y'all do the same? That's why I signed because you know it's not true. <laughs> but, okay, so yeah, Bay, And then my second Bay, rest in peace, is Tupac. He would have been 50 years old yesterday. Wow. 50 years old. That's crazy old. to think about. He would have been 50. So can you imagine a 50-year-old Tupac? That's crazy. I wish I knew a 50-year-old Tupac. Like, I just... But then again, my comic book mind says there's a version of a 50-year-old Tupac out there somewhere. Oh, all right. Well, okay. But yeah, I just, you know, obviously, if you are a 90s baby. That's the tour I'm I'm going to during the pandemic. Big and Tupac. All right. So. (laughs) 50-year-old Big and Tupac. Listen, I think that, listen, listen. That's stadium. That's a stadium tour. Listen. I can't clown and that's young, the one clown with, some of these young terrible rappers. When I get listen, when I get up to heaven, I'm be like, so where's the music? <laughs> like where do the can, where do the VIPs live? Can you point me to? Can you I'm you, joking. I know that's can not you how I work. Point me to the heaven ghetto, please. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I heard I, I heard heaven had a ghetto and I heard <laughs> it was pretty nice. I heard it was the nicest ghetto of all that, the ghettos. I know that's not how that works, but I'm just like you know, as someone who grew who grew up. And as I've gotten older, I just really love words, and I love men who have ways with words, which is all rap really is, men who have ways, or yeah, men poetry. and women who it's have poetry. ways with words, and I really right. have just... It's, it's poetry Biggie to music. Biggie and Tupac have definitely been two of my faves, obviously. Um, so just, I was, I saw that, and I was like, wow, he would have been 50, that's crazy. That's... 50. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And it I makes mean, me sad, because it's like, of, of all the influence he had, like, how much more influence could he could, could well, he yeah, have had? Had all of that just thirty when he just thirty. He was like twenty. That's right. He was like twenty-seven. I think. He was young. I don't even think he was that old. Yeah, he was. Let me see. That's. I mean, that is wild to think of all the music that we missed out on, and then he was twenty-five. He was twenty-five. So all the all the music and all the, like you said, the influence that people like him and Biggie could or. 
you know, take it even further, Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. and all those people could have had, had, you know, things gone slightly different yeah. or, you know, not gone as sideways as they did. That's wild. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I still get hyped any and every time I hear California Love. Period. Just that first little synthesized. Period. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like I have a very similar response when I hear that to when I hear the 99 is for Thousand. Like, I have a very... Obviously, I don't hit my twerk stance. I was going to say, that's a different beat. That's not really... That's, not that's really a different vibe. But, like, like the same... Song, okay. That's the same excitement. Right. Comes over me when I hear California one. Mm-hmm. I ain't even been... Well, I only been to California one time in my life. But I just love... <laughs> I just love that song. That one... And, uh... I'm going, going... Back, back to Kelly, Kelly. I was like, come on, Biggie. Right. But, but, now, who did you like better, Biggie or Tupac? Oh, Biggie guy. Me too. Well, Biggie girl. Guy. But, but I will say this. I feel like, when it comes to, I feel like they all, they both had their own lane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, obviously I get why people try to pit them against one another. Like, which one do you like better? they were literally the biggest of right. their, you know. I get it. But I just feel like. Depending on where you are in life, they both have a place. Depending on where you, as a fan, well, are in so life. I, so here's, here's my thing. Whenever people ask me that question, I always will point out, I'm a Biggie guy. I'm a Biggie fan, but that doesn't mean that I didn't like Tupac. For sure. Because some people, it's, it's, one, of the, it's yeah. one of the other. It's not the same thing. And me. no, but I think also because of where I'm from Period. and the type of person that I am, mm-hmm. Biggie's style of music resonates more with me than Tupac did. Does Cause it? you drop warning right now, and I know almost every word of warning. Okay, who man? This I, yes, I have a full music video going on anytime <laughs> I hear that song. Um, but it's the it's the style, the cadence, things like that. Absolutely. Um, I think it's also a regional thing too. But sure. like I said, I think it's the personality that matches with or that connects to that so much more than with Tupac. Yeah. But at the same time, like I said, California love. Um, I mean, just there's, I mean, there's a ton of them out there, a ton of different songs out there that he has that are just, you know, uh, classics, iconic songs, bangers, yeah, so on and so forth that you can just continue to go on with, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, I'm a biggie guy, but at the same time, Tupac is Tupac. That's, sure. Have you ever read his book, A Rose That Grew From Concrete? I have not. Listen, that book just. I love men who who know how to articulate and just communicate and use words and put them together in a way. I just, oh, that book is so good. And it's like his poems and they're written. Obviously, he didn't, he it's like, they basically just made copies of like his handwritten poems right. and put them all in a book. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I just love him. I love his way with words, his poetry. I just love Tupac. But anyway, so rest in peace, Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. I heard that uh, his daughter, Biggie's daughter, and somebody else's daughter, maybe Jam Master J's daughter, somebody else's daughter, they supposed to be opening like a pizza shop or something in New York. That's very random, but okay. It just made me think about it because I, I mean, mean, he has a daughter. Because I mean, he's rocked about it, putting the kids in his baby girl, you know. Anyway, I mean, so, I, mean, <laughs> I just thought about it. But anyway, so, this Saturday is Juneteenth. Uh-huh. For you guys, I mean, I'm pretty sure at this point, you know, America is trying to, you know, do its thing with it. So I'm sure you know what it is. But for those who don't, Juneteenth is the day that we celebrate the slaves in Texas finding out that they weren't supposed to be slaves no more. Right. June 19th, 1865. 
funny how that works. Mm, I mean... Quite a delay. I, I mean, you know, I have thoughts and feelings. Feelings <laughs> and thoughts. Of we course. can definitely get into. Of but course. do you have plans for Juneteenth? I, um... You gotta work. No, I don't have any plans for Juneteenth, to be honest. Um, I... <sighs> I'll be honest, I, and I feel bad for saying this. I am bad with like dates and stuff like that. I'm still grasping the fact that this is June. Okay, <laughs> I'm still wrapping my head the name around of the holidays in the. I no 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 no, no I'm <laughs> not. Even t- but I'm saying like I'm still, <laughs> still trying to look. I feel like my birthday was last week. That's okay? true. So I and I, I've explained this. People always ask me like I have a hard time with date like keeping up with the dates and stuff like that on the calendar Mm -hmm. mostly because and i i think it's because when i was in school you were right you were constantly hit with today's date on a regular basis so you had no other choice but to keep up with it for sure now having been out of school for a little bit Mm -hmm. um i just i I know when i i know where i gotta be at i know when i gotta be at work right and beyond that considering i don't do much else outside of go to work and this that's about it so I don't need to know the date to know, hey, Akira's coming to record this show. <laughs> don't need to know the date when I know I got to go to work. It's the same every week. So, whatever. Um, so, I feel bad that I don't. But at the same it's time. There's a lot going on, though. So you I know. Have something to do. Well, but at the same time, I think still, I'm still overly cautious with the whole panorama going on. That's real. So, I think that's probably, if, if this was 2019. We're pepperoni pizza. Right. If this is 2019. In 2018, because mm-hmm. 2019 was rough, um, completely different. I probably would have some kind of plans or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't be out ripping and running like you do. So, of course, I'm sure you have plans um, and goings on. So, uh, you know, lean back, handle chest if you got to. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, I, like I said, I'm just not... Part of it was just didn't realize it was so soon. Other part was just... I'm not, you know, taking too many unnecessary chances if I don't have to. I feel you. You know, so plus I got other things, you know, my we're, uh, my grandmother's 90th birthday was the beginning of this month. Oh, yeah. And it has been her, celebr- like, she has been celebrating literally all I'm month. I'm mad. With a whole bunch of different how, things. That's how I am about September. Right, and then we are still, like, next week doing a whole nother, like. Go off, Grandma. Yeah, I'm so, uh, yeah, so maybe that's also part of it. It's just, like. I gotta get ready for this, and yeah. so I think that's probably it. But what are your plans for Juneteenth? I'm sure you'll be out and about. Well, it's a nice way of saying ripping or running. Anyway, <laughs> I don't rip or run. I think you do. I just like to have a full life, mm-hmm. full summer. I just like to maximize my time. So, so what I'm are you maximizing your time with? My friends, mm. my homegirls. Oh, okay. My homegirls. Because we're not friends anymore. What are you talking about? Because the way you said it, you was like, oh, I'm hanging out with my friends. My homegirls. Hard period. There was a long delay between Don't that Don't do this. Girls. Anyway, my so, homegirls. We're going. to know. We're go- oh, actually, one of my friends, they're getting their first tattoo that day, and they wanted me to go with them, so we're going to do that. Um, it's a few events going on that day, so we we might pop our face in a few, see what's going on, see what's happening, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I ain't gonna lie, I just don't want to be around some black people. So, with my job... Um, we were working a thing that was predominantly not people that looked like me. Of course. And I was just like, you know. I just need to be around some black folks. On this particular <laughs> day, I just don't want to be around. 
I, I want to be. It's not. It's not even about who I don't want to be around. Uh, it's about I want to be around people who thoroughly understand why days like this is important. Yeah, because I'm gonna be honest. It's black people who don't even understand why this day is important. Still, like, black people are slowly starting to catch on. But we well, grew up knowing for the most part, kind of, like I grew up knowing what Juneteenth was. See, I did not. See, I did. I so didn't, I I didn't learn rem- about Juneteenth until a couple of years ago. See, I have to remember, and this is something like what me and one of my friends, me and her, talk about. We've talked about before is that like. Growing up, my mama was a wannabe Black Panther. So, like, uh, <laughs> no, but for real. Okay. So, like, a lot of the stuff that people are just learning mm. are things we grew up knowing. Okay. So, like, I be having to remember, like, oh, yeah, like, but some of y'all just are learning yeah. about what this stuff means or what this is. When we was, like, you know, mm-hmm. because my mama understood that they were not teaching me that stuff in school. No, of course So, not. she made sure, like, we knew where we came from, we knew the real mm-hmm. history and stuff like, and don't get me wrong, it was still stuff that I've learned as I've gotten older. Right. But, like, the major stuff, like, we knew what you, like, all of that stuff. People just getting on the coconut oil and shea butter, we been using all of that in black soap and, like, we grew up <laughs> on that. Like, that's right. how we, you know, got down as kids. So, yeah. Um, I just think, it's been beautiful to see how many people are just really starting to embrace their blackness. Um, because I know for such a long time it's been demonized. Oh, for sure. We've been made to feel like we're less than we've been made to feel. And it, especially as black Americans, sometimes it can feel like we the runts in the litter. And what I mean by that is like, we got p- other people in America looking at us crazy. Not everyone, but there are certain parts of other parts. Um, when you look at the African diaspora, there are other people in other parts of the diaspora who like look down on black Americans, try to tell us that we're not African Try to tell us all these things, and it's just like we just want to belong. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, and I'm obviously I can't speak for all black people. I can only speak for myself, and I I will say I think I speak for you too. We're like, it's about one find that connection. I mean, usually only my friends speak for me. You my best friend. Don't do this. I don't know what you have to yell. Anyway, I'm like I said, I'm just over here in my feelings. Let all me, right, let me know what you want. Will you me to feel jump your in. feelings? Let me know when you want me to jump in. All right. Well, anyway, like I was saying, I feel like <laughs> a lot of us just want to connect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We want to feel like we're a part of something. Everybody wants to belong. And as a black American, I don't like. I okay. So the event that I'm working right now for like my real job, um, like I said, it's predominantly not people that look. It's, it's people who celebrate July Fourth. Them the, them the type of people primarily that are there, right? And it's interesting to me how, like, there's so much... Like, and I, is that, I'm working in an event that's very pro, like, I'm seeing red, white, and blue everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to say what it is because it really doesn't matter. But it's very red, white, and blue. I'm seeing Confederate flags. I'm seeing plaid. Oh, all these things, right? Wait, what's wrong with plaid? There's nothing wrong with plaid. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it's a plethora of plaid <laughs> okay. where I'm at. The way you threw that out of no, my no, way. No, like, I was going to say, wait, have I been doing no, something? No, 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 Because no, no, I wear plaid too. I'm not okay. saying it. Like, I'm just saying there's a, 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 I'm seeing seas of flags okay. and plaid. Say, That's where I'm at have right I'm now. Putting, have I been putting out <laughs> negative? No. But what I'm saying is, it's like, the pride that certain people have in this country, I wish I could have that. Not necessarily in this country, but in something in the way that y'all have it in this country. Like, there are some people who are, like, so proud to be American, who love their country. And I've seen people from other countries who feel that way. Like, the stereotypical Russian person, Mother Russia. Like, that's their thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, they love being from Russia. Australia, they love being from Australia. I don't feel that way about America. 
Well, uh, and I know the history of how I got here. Yeah, well, no, plays a huge part. I was in saying, that. Yeah, the reasoning for why you don't feel that way is very obvious. I but mean, I'm just saying, like, I, but, I, but most, I think that's why black people work so, or at least me, like, I try so hard to connect, right, with other black people because mm-hmm. I don't have that pride in my country. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have that. Like, or like when you, even when you see like black people from the West Indies or black people from the islands, like. I'm Jamaican, I'm this, I'm that, and, like, that's beautiful. Right. I don't have that. <laughs> All I got is I'm black. Mm-hmm. I'm African-American, whichever label you want to throw. Because I'm cool with both, and I know some people ain't. Right, yeah. But, it's just... <sighs> I look at, you know what, so, when it comes to that, I take pride and comfort in the fact that I am, thankfully, lucky enough to have a group of people that I can, from time to time, be around that are like-minded, similar background um and in certain areas look at things the same way that i do um and i think that definitely makes up for that when i get to be around i mean let's be honest the majority of my friend 99 percent of my friends are black that's just the breakdown um that's just how it is 100 percent of mine oh, okay so we'll go ahead we'll come back well i i mean okay i'll say 99 percent of the people that i can 99 percent of people that i consider to be my friends are black a hundred percent of the people that I hang out with on a regular basis plus Mark, <laughs> plus Mark, plus Mark, um, are black. Yes. Um, so there's never a time that I have been in. I'll say this: with the people that I hang around with regularly, there's never been a time where I've had to second guess or wonder if things were to go sideways, will these people? bail or will they stand firm and that's important that is very important because i have been in some situations where i'm like listen if things go sideways i can't i'm probably and i I don't know for sure because thankfully i've never had to be in that situation who in this group can i count on if i take an l out here one way or another who's got me yeah um i can't you know, in some some of those situations, I can't say I, I know for sure. Yeah. Whereas in other situations, I know fairly confidently because of the their actions and the way they said th- and the conversations we've had and the mm-hmm. connection. I'm thankful that the majority of my friends, my good friends, mm-hmm. I have had deep conversation with. Yeah, I feel bad for people who've never had a deep conversation with any of their friends. How are you friends with somebody and can't have a deep conversation? I can, so I can we can be acquaintances, but how are you going to be friends? But, yeah, but that acquaintance thing, it's one thing. I still consider, like, I know some people who, um, I feel like maybe they avoid it. Maybe they're not willing to open up that door and have that conversation with some people. Yeah. Um, whereas I have friends who have been around long enough to where it's not much that they don't know about me and pretty much vice versa. Yeah. And so... It is what it is there. So, I like like I said, that gives me comfort when, like, when we went out for my birthday, like, way out to the burbs or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I think we all knew going into that situation, we were the only, we were probably going to be the only black folks out there. Yes. Or at least, you know, a, very, a, sm- a very small minority of black folks out there. But at the same time, at no point was I like, look, this is, this could get out of hand. And I'm just gonna have to book it to the car and yeah. get home as quick as possible. No, if it goes, if it gets out of hand, 
We're going to handle that. Then, yeah, it's back to back till we get out the door. Period. And that's, you know, it is what it is. Period. Right. Um, everybody doesn't have that. Yeah. I have had conversations, like I said, so it's, when you have friends like that, you can have conversations, like I said, I have had conversations where things have come out, whether it be about me or about them or whatever, because I don't know what it is about me, but people will tell me stuff that I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, uh, okay. I guess. I got you. And then that's as far as it goes. That's always been my, my, the thing that I pride myself on as far as being a friend. Yeah. If you tell it to me and it's assumed to be like a personal secret or whatever, then that's where it stays. Yeah. Everybody can't say that. Some of the, you know, the, the Chads and the Karens and the Kellys and the Jimmys and all them out there can't do that. Because those are the same people who will throw that right back in your face. Yeah. Whereas, at least in my circle, that's... We tight. Right. So, I, so when you say, like, you wish that you had that same... I take pride in the fact that I have found those people. Well, I have... I'm talking about, like, okay. Because I have friends for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I got my homegirls. Plus Jonathan. <laughs> Plus Mork. Plus Mork. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Mark in this You're situation. You're Mark. Right. But yeah, like, and I'm going to say, like, for, I think, I, I don't know if I've ever talked about it on here, but I really appreciate you as my friend because you are one of the few guys who have never had ulterior motives. Like, you've just always been solid. And we've remained friends for a really for a while now, and I really appreciate that. Because most, do, like, it's the song on TikTok when it was like, um... Men talk about how, like, you know, they always got to stay in the friend zone. Or they get mad because they always end up in the friend zone. But what about the woman who was like, dang, I thought this was really my friend. But the whole time he really had ulterior motives. Mm. And he was really just trying to whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it like I'm, you know, whatever. But I'm cute, though. And I'm fun. Excuse me. So, if you start one way, there I have dealt with situations where it ended up going somewhere else. And then it ends up going left. Mm-hmm. So I just really appreciate you being my friend and it not being weird. But anyway, I do have, you know, I have like, I call them my real life friends and mm-hmm. then work friends. So my yeah. real life friends, like the people I know if I got arrested, I could call my real life friends. 100% black. Or more likely got arrested with me. Because <laughs> facts, okay? Right. But 100% black. Because of where I work, mm-hmm. I am the only person that I see that looks like me on a day, a regular basis. Right. So, just by proxy, my work mm-hmm. friends are white. Um, and it's funny because, like, they have this thing. They really, they want us to, we, you know how, you know how I am about work friends. Yeah. The fact that I'm calling them work friends. Yeah. We've grown. But, <laughs> but if you know, you know. If you don't know, maybe I'll talk about it one day. But, <laughs> um, I, I appreciate them, even, even them, because... They are very, even though, like, me being black is not a big deal, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I come to work, I do my job, I go home. But I think they are aware of the fact that, because over the last year that we've had. Well, not only that, that, because they know me. (laughs) They know. But outside of that, I think even though, even though we are, you know, over the last year, we've seen a lot. We've dealt with a lot. Our country has dealt with a lot. Mm-hmm. They are aware that in certain situations, I will be. I might be uncomfortable. Right. And they are aware that like some stuff, I'm just not gonna be able to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. because I physically can't do it, but just from a, I'm about to cuss this old white man out because he's trying me. <laughs> like they right. know that about me, which I appreciate mm-hmm. because they always step in and make sure like yo, 
Let me, I, I'll take this or I'll slide right. into this. Like, I appreciate it. Like, you showed me a video um, when we were, before we started recording of this dude on TikTok. And it was a story of how, like, uh, white people tell us a story of tell us a story of a white person saying something racist to you, thinking like thinking y'all that, right, that you was gonna be, be like sure. And this white dude was talking about how he worked in this store, and this this the customer was racist, mm-hmm. but he was the only white dude. He was like, so I wasn't about to put. I have to bite that bullet. I have to bite the bullet. Right. Like I'm not gonna put none of my coworkers in that position. Like right. that stuff matters. Oh, for sure. Because like, I was thinking about this the other day. You like white people unless you go to a, like unless you go to like a, a country in Africa, you really don't know what it's like to walk into a space and know nine out of ten you're not gonna see anyone that looks like you. Right. Like you have no idea, and it's, I mean after yeah. a while you become numb to it. And it just is what it but is. It, but you still feel a certain way about but it. But you're yeah. acutely aware. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you are. Excuse me. I, and not like. I naturally draw attention to myself just by the way that I present myself in the right. world. I don't have to say a thing. And people, I had a man walk up to me today and he was like, I just want to take a picture with you because I love your hair. Big old white man. Okay. And he was like, I'm not going to touch you, but I would just think you are so awesome. Side note, what do y'all do with them pictures? You don't even know me. Like, you, uh, what, what do you do with those see, pictures? Um, yeah, I'm all. That's weird. I'm all, yeah. Right, right. I was yeah, just like, sir. I don't know how to respond to that. Like, and you don't know who I am, what I got going. Like, yeah. I just, it's weird. But I feel like that happens a lot. Or, like, when you see, um, well, I guess it's different when you, like, somebody dressed up as a cartoon character or something. But I don't know. I just, this is how I felt in the moment. Like, right, if happening. I'm just out here, like, regular, you know. Regular, not, like you said, if you're, if you're dressed as a character that's or different. something. Yeah, I get that. That makes more sense. He but, straight up was just like, I love your hair. And he was like, I'm not going to tell you because this will have to touch folk. Because I was outside. I was working outside today gotcha. and it was 80 degrees. Gotcha. Don't touch me. Right. It's I barely want to look at you with my eyes. Touch you with my eyes, let alone my hands, okay? Don't touch, touch me. <laughs> Don't touch me. It's hot. Wow. But I'm big on personal space. Anyway, but yeah, I just feel like. I said all of that to say. <laughs> I'm glad that we have Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, this country is still trash. Um, I feel like Joe Biden, we already knew Joe Biden was trash, but I don't like, we, we want you to pass bills where people can't discriminate against me because of my hair. Right. I would like a bill where people can't, you know, try to take my vote away in like real sneaky, sneaky mm. ways. I would like a bill passed that police officers are actually held accountable in real ways as a right. standard, not as a rarity. I would like, you know, stuff passed, you know, that's going to make, make, make voting a federal holiday so people can be off and actually have time to vote. Right. Make, can you do that? That's beautiful. That would be beautiful to do those things, but no, you gave me Juneteenth as a holiday. Yeah. Now, again, I'm not, I don't have a problem with you acknowledging Juneteenth, but I feel like you should have put that in the bill with all the other things I just said. Because right. it feels, somebody in my TikTok, because I made a video about how I really have an issue with this, and somebody in my comments, I really like their comment, they said, it feels like after they run your credit, you get denied the APN they give you. At the end, <laughs> and I was like, "That's a perfect analogy." Right, yeah, like, I feel you on that. Because it's like I, y'all, y'all been waving this Juneteenth in our faces for, for a, a while, while. A couple years now. First yeah. of all, it's the least. It's the it's bare minimum. Right. The bar is in hell for y'all. My so my reaction to this was, okay, is this the start to something, or is this just going to be a pacification? That's all it is. Well, I'm so I'm willing to see what happens next when it because i've seen like even with positive things mm. i've seen that you almost have to build up to them and kind of roll into it or whatever you the whole president. now 
at the yeah. I understand you the whole that, president. But, you got the House and the Senate. Right. But at the same time, it. I so like when I heard about it, it was like okay, that's good. But what like is there something like what else within the next? I would say within the next few weeks is more is more being done. This is my only because other my than only, that, I really don't care. This is my pushback to that, right? Mm-hmm. And before I say what I'm about to say. I wholeheartedly believe that what was done should have been done. Mm-hmm. And I'm a full supporter of it, right? Right. The Asian community yeah. had an issue. And People were being... Fairly just, quickly. Fairly. And, and, wait, wait, wait. Not only that, there was no pushback. Right. There was no... Uh, uh, what, what was the what was the hashtag? Uh, stop Asian hate. Mm-hmm. There was no stop all hate. Yeah. Stop all the hate. That's, Why we hate on that? There yeah. was none of that. And guess what? It shouldn't have been right. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to argue that. I'm not here to argue that because they absolutely deserved it and they absolutely deserved to. Nobody right. in this country should be in fear of their life simply because of what they look like. Period. So right. I I'm fully supportive of what they got going on. Right. But. Why, as black people in America, does it feel like we have to beg and cry and scrape right. and die and be lynched and be mm-hmm. raped and be all these other things for just to show that we deserve right. a, a centimeter that you are well, willing to give to everybody else freely? Right. And I remember, I remember somebody raising that question. Why is it that when we say Black Lives Matter, then the response was All, all Lives, lives matter. matter. But yet when Stop Asian Hate comes out, there's no Stop All Hate. There Unfortunately, no- that doesn't... And and I don't think we'll ever have a true and honest answer to that because we people, know why. Well, we know why, but what I'm saying is, when you ask that question to people, you'll never truly get a like an honest. Like if I were to ask somebody, "Why do you hate me because I'm black?" You're not going to get a true honest answer. You're going to get some made up. Oh well, because I had a bad experience. That's not a that's not a true honest. That's not a real reason. You because and let's be honest. When you get to that point of hatred towards a person for no other reason than what they look like, you don't... There's not a rational response or rational answer to that question. Right. There just isn't. Because right. it doesn't make any sense. Right. Especially when you don't know me. That is literally judging a book by its cover. You, do- you don't know... It's you don't frustrating. know me. It's frustrating. Right. So, but when I was saying... What I was saying earlier about the whole, like, my circle or my community, that's where I take the... I have pride in that. Yeah. I don't necessarily have pride in the country. I take pride in my people, my people the sure. people in my circle, the people in my community, the people who look like me, come from where I come from, who in a lot of ways think like me, who have achieved above and beyond. Those are the, those are the times where I'm proud to say, that's my guy right there. That's my, that's my friend. That's my lady over there. That's... Um, you know, uh, Queen Angela Bassett over there. All right. That's, no, <laughs> but I'm, honestly, I'm, you know what I mean. Like when I, I see stuff like that, then yes, I'm. But I also think it's important to celebrate those who haven't gone above and beyond. Like true, and this is what I mean by that. Like for some people, it's just enough to survive. Yeah, it's oh, enough. And I, and I want my pe- I want us to get to a place as a people where we're past just surviving and we're actually right. thriving and doing those things. No. Right. Like I want us to get to that place, but. Despite everything that has been thrown at us, we are still here. Mm-hmm. That is a blessing. Look at all the things and all the ways that people have tried to derogate us, disrespect us, right. exterminate us. Like, for real. To be able to maintain in the face of adversity is it, not It's not a short feat. Especially when ain't too many other groups that have been at it, that it has come across, or 
have had as many obstacles against them as we have. Mm-hmm. And that's not to take away from anybody else's struggle, right? right? I'm not trying to do that. I'm just, all I'm talking about is being a black person because that's all I am. Right. Like, I don't want to talk about nobody else. I feel like when you look at the history, especially of black people in America and all the things we've had to deal with, that's why making, making a big deal about Juneteenth being a federal holiday is a slap in the face. Right. Because it's like, realistically speaking, you should have been did that. Uh-huh. Y'all don't want to pay us reparations, even though this country would not be the country. The superpower that y'all fake want to be, right. y'all wouldn't even have the balls to be where y'all at if it wasn't for the hundreds of years of slavery you put black people through. Then let's keep it a B. Juneteenth is just a celebration of ending of chattel slavery. Because guess what? You can still be a slave in America. That's why the prison system is the way that it right. is. Read the 13th Amendment. I know right. y'all don't like to read. Read a, Matter of fact, you don't like to read. Watch the documentary. She, right. Ava DuVernay did all the work for you. Just watch the movie. <laughs> because right. that's why they over-police our neighborhoods. And throw our men in jail. Well, not just the men. They throw everybody in jail. But I'm just saying. Like, there's a reason the way things go the way they go even now. I heard uh, they brought back Stop and Frisk in New York. Uh, You ever heard that? I hadn't heard that. I heard that. Let me Google. Make sure I ain't just talking. I feel like I heard that, though. I hadn't heard that. But at the same time, you know, it's it's ironic that you have stop and frisk in New York. But meanwhile, if I live in Texas, I can walk around with a whole gun and whatever. Make it make sense. And just do whatever. And and basically without any kind of licensing, any kind of training, whatever. And just, you know, be about my business or whatever. Because, you know, that's a thing. Because those are oh, all yeah. rights. This, was, this Intercept wrote an article about this. Okay, they did. They just released this on the 10th. This okay. article on the 10th. And it's saying the NYPD is still stopping and frisking black people at disproportionate rates. It's like, y'all just... Y'all pick... I feel like last year was... A... What's the word I'm looking for? We reached a fever pitch. Mm-hmm. Last year. Yeah. Because we were tired. We were angry. Y'all... I don't think people really understand how dehumanizing it is to watch... Someone that looked like you'd be murdered, and then people look you in your face and try to tell you why it was okay. Why that was an okay thing. Like, I don't, I've never met George Floyd, don't know him from a can of paint, mm-hmm. but that was our family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like well, because when I see people that look like me being treated, like, we well, fit, like, there's the, a con- I can't explain it. There's a certain connection I feel like black Americans oh, I can, have. I can, I can, I can thoroughly explain it. The reason why we feel the way we feel about these things is because it very easily could have been me. Absolutely. It very easily could have been you. Or my, or my people. Right. My so people. Right. That's the thing that I think people on the outside don't look at it because maybe, and I mean, not saying that it couldn't have been someone else, but at the same time, let's be honest, if we're being fair and looking at the numbers that are out there and just the the general uh, way things are, that is, there's a very high chance that, that could have been me. There's a very high chance that that could have been somebody that I know or care about. Yeah. Um, whereas in other groups, that's not a thing that they need to worry about. Right. So, like, it's that almost paranoia yeah. when you see headlines like that or you see stories like that. Like, I remember Steve Harvey had a joke um, about the fact that he was ironing his clothes and he had heard about somebody who uh, oh this was the astronaut who had drove from like texas to like florida in like a day and a half and well, he, steve, was, he going? Well, whatever um but apparently but he, and steve was like my immediate response was that's not one of us 
Yeah. Because then it was because uh, it was also drove like pretty much nonstop wearing a diaper, so they didn't have to make any understanding. Oh yeah, we're stop. not doing that. Right. Either. So he was like, Oh, that ain't us. No. So we're not doing that. like when we we have this sense now that when we see stories, even if you just hear the bare minimum of the story, I can good. probably predict with a fair amount of accuracy. Re- accuracy yeah. That whether or not that is somebody who looks like me or not. That's a fact. They have a show, uh, a, a a thing on uh, what's that show? The Breakfast Club. I guess uh, who race it is. Yeah, where he tells the story. I mean, that's a legit we... thing. Like that's a legitimate <laughs> thing. Like there is, and as far as I can remember, the only time that that has been wrong was when the DC sniper was going on. Yeah, that one was awful, Luke. Yeah, child. I wasn't ready for that. But one. again, that but for whatever reason, that is our thing. So like I said, just like that paranoia, like when uh, I forgot where we where I was. Uh, looking at, but somebody's like, "Hey, you ever been out to whatever the suburb was?" I was like, "No, no, I haven't." Yeah, and it was like, "Well, why not?" Because I don't feel like there's enough of me out there for me to warrant going out there. And because if I'm gonna go a ways out, I need to have a reason to right. go out there. For I need sure. to. I also need to know that when I get out there, there's at least one other person out there who yeah. looks like me. Listen, I ain't going somewhere that with nobody that look like me unless it's a check right. them off. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We ain't doing this for fun. No, I'm not just driving. Well, no. You, well, okay, so wait. This let ain't me, for play. Let me, you know, actually, let me not say that because so we talked mm. a couple weeks ago about mm. you know me having dating, having my high girl summer. Mm. So one of the guys that I've been hanging out with, mm-hmm. he's that guy. So he took me to a spot. <laughs> first of all, the first time we ever went out, he took me to Little Italy. Okay. Which, Which is nice. It's nice, but yes. it's very segregated. Very much. It's, <laughs> it's called Little Italy. It's so, not called Little Everybody Italy, Neighborhood. Little Italy and them. It's not a them. No. It's just Little Italy. Yes. And growing up, I was taught to not go there as a okay. kid. I got you. Um, and so I was very scared mm-hmm. to go. But, you know, we went. We had fun. Da, da, da. Fast forward years later, we went out again. He mm-hmm. took me to this restaurant, this, like, bar on the water. The only people who had melanin was y'all. Was me and him. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah. But he likes those type of environments. Like That's weird. It's okay. weird. But then the next time we went out, we went to a comedy show and everybody looked like us. Right. So he's just one of them like he be, you know. But and, but I think I think it, it depends on the thought process behind that. Because so like okay, I the I, I had fun. But but but, but I, I said that to say mm-hmm. though, like I think while I am someone who likes to be around people, like every now and then, like he's he's one of the people who took me out of my comfort zone in a way right. of like we could be who we are regardless of where yeah. we at, and it just he creates a comfort in that way. Cause I was okay. like, child, well, I don't see enough, I don't see enough quick weaves and waves in here. What is going so, on? And it's <laughs> it's funny as you mention that because like the the thing that I always try to be cognizant of whenever I'm on a date, whenever I do go out on a date. Um, is I want it to be made clear you are safe with me whenever wherever we go out. For sure. Because otherwise, really, what are we doing? Listen, if, if I can't feel safe with you, because if you, like if the whole time you're feeling unsafe, then what why? was the point? Yeah. So like I get that. Um, but I will say the I think the one time I went to Little Italy was I went on a date. Mm-hmm. I guess technically it was a date. I don't know whatever um, <laughs> so we'll come back to that no we won't yes we uh, will yeah, whatever so i had been invited out there and 
at the time, I, w- I don't think I was as aware of my surroundings whenever I go out as I am now. Uh-huh. Now I know where I'm at. Now I kind of have an idea as to what the crowd is looking like when I'm there. Right. Um, things like that. Like, how are people responding to me just being there? Yeah. So when we went, it was like, I am the only person. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a hot second where it was like, oh, I am the only, only person of person, color here. Right. Like... Okay, so this is a little strange, and it was a little uncomfortable to an extent, but at the same time, I just kind of put it out of my mind, and we had a good time. Um, but there was also some conversations that I had afterwards that kind of like remind, like, be aware of your surroundings, For sure. because things can go bad in these situations, whether they intent, you know, they, that was the intent or not, but just kind of have your shield, your guard up, be ready to, you know, bolt if you got to. Yeah. Um, and I mean that's sad that you have to that we have to go through life like that but at the same time it helps you avoid so many unnecessary situations right. things that could have been avoided just by saying nah I don't go out there yeah. or you know what let's get up out of here because this is not really the vibe is not right Like that, I think that was the beginning of me checking the vibe of people I was around or like the situations that I found myself in for sure so yeah, I mean, like I said, little, it was, it's nice, not knocking it, but at the same time, it was like, mm, if I were to go now, I'm not, I'm not gonna be the only one. For sure. Not, not gonna be the only one. I but, wasn't the only one then. Right. So, but you know that that's just kind of is how it is. But um, yeah, that's a it's a weird like sixth sense that we have, <clears throat> and to an extent that we have to have. It's to, what keeps us alive. Yeah, unfortunately, that is that. You know, wherever I go somewhere, I need to know where the exit is. I need Absolutely. to be able to face the exit entrance. I need to know. Like, that's where the whole who all going to be there comes from. For sure. like be- Because, like, let somebody show up there that I know is about to just do something ignorant. Nah, I'm good. Like, I have known some people that it's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is going to be there. Mm, they vibe mm, is weird. Not even they vibe is weird, but they are, they are reckless in the way that they carry themselves. Yeah, and it's today. like you know what you're gonna say or do the wrong thing yeah. and then we all are gonna have some kind of an issue on our hands i don't want that yeah so let's just let's just skip that you know so <clears throat> excuse me so you had to but like i said my pride is in my circle my group my uh friendships and at the same time my community yeah. And when I say community, I don't necessarily mean like people who live the same place that I live. I mean like people Not who people. share the same hobbies, who share the same interests, who share the same or similar thought process in certain situations. Yeah. Like knowing, like when I go somewhere I've never been before and I'm looking around. They're not like, what are you doing? Yeah. No, it's like, you know what? You know. I was doing the same thing. Did you notice this over? Yeah, I did. All right, cool. I'll just make sure it wasn't just me. Cool. Making sure. Yeah, exactly. Making sure that you're on the same page. So, yeah, that's where I, when it comes to days like that, that's where I take my pride at, yeah. you know, because, you know, like you said, whether we maintaining or we are succeeding or going above and beyond, whatever the case may be. The fact that you still here, boo. Right. Because it, ain't, because it ain't easy. I mean, there are, whether it be just difficulties with life in general or difficulties with mental health. Or, you know, whether it be depression, anxiety, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you're here is the when people say, you know, hey, how you doing? Oh, man, I woke up. Yeah. 
And we put, we keep it. And be enough. Honestly, I just be some folks. I just be proud of the fact, baby, you got out of bed today. Right. You decided to take a shower. Yeah. For some people, that just be enough. And I, I think yep, I got up on my own one some, Tuesday. Sometimes we focus so much on black excellence mm-hmm. that. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with being excellent, but there's a certain pressure that we feel like we have to be excellent all the time. It's okay to be regular. Right. It's okay to be... Yeah, that's the thing that I don't think is is promoted enough. It's okay to be a normal, average person. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because you're doing... Because nine times out of ten, you're doing it your own way. Mm -hmm. Being normal, having like the straight up nine to five, having, you know, your family, your, your little hobbies, whatever, um... There's nothing wrong with that. And as I think the, the more we acknowledge that and the more we tell people that, the better off a lot of things I think a lot of people will be. As long as you're having a positive influence on your piece of the world, yeah. that's all that really matters. As long as I think also at the end of the day, if you can if you can look yourself in the mirror and be proud of who you see and know, I don't got nobody chasing after me. I don't have anybody looking for me. And realistically, I don't have anybody who can honestly and truthfully badmouth me to anybody. Yeah. That's ultimately what it really matters. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. Can people say, you know what, John's a good dude. He's cool. He alright. He alright. He... <laughs> that kind of hurt a little bit. And I co-signed with it, which makes it even worse. You so did. I was rolling and I thought she was going, okay. Wow. You know you the bomb, Jonathan. Okay. You know you the bomb, Jonathan. You right. know. Look out for my new brand. All right. Facts and care connected. All right. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> but no, like, I, like that was always my thing. When I worked in sales, my thing was, can I say I treated people or did people the way I want them to do me and mine? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the folks that I worked with cannot say that. Not yeah. honestly. They can say that, but they're not telling the truth to themselves. Whereas I can say, yeah, I don't have nobody coming up here looking for me, mm-hmm. mad at me about something. No, Mm-mm. no, I mean, not yeah. intentionally, not no, intention- yeah. not really, truthfully. So that's always my, that's always been my thing. I think that I look at because I look at it too. Your name means something. Facts. Because I come from some folks where I have had, I have never been like. Oh, here we go. Let me let me knuckle up because yeah. somebody be like, "Oh, are you related to so and so?" Why? Right. I've never had to be like. I've never had to have that that attitude. I've always been like, "Yeah, that's that's my people. That's my uncle or my aunt or my grandparents, whatever." And because it's always followed by, um, and I think my grandparents really started it was, your grandparents did X, Y, and Z for me when they didn't have to. Yeah. And that permanently left a positive impact on my life. Yeah. Like. We saw your parent. Your grandparents had six kids, and yet they still were able to, even with their own struggles, be like, "Here, here's a care package for you and your six kids," Mm -hmm. because you're going through something right now. And now here we are, thirty, forty years later. You know, here's a, here's that love back. Even though I can't repay you in the same way, but know that if it. If their name pops up, I got I'm taking care of them. For sure. I got that. Or I'm going to help you out as best I can. So that, to me, means a lot. Like, um, your name, your name, your word, all, all of that, that your, the, the shadow that you cast yeah. means something. For sure. So I think that's also the people that I associate with or I try to associate with, Can I can say that for them too. For sure. Because I, I, I'm not about... You can't, you can't be prideful and hanging around a bunch of shady folks. Yeah. 
Period. Because then if you are, then that means you yourself are you shady. shady. And you just had accepted that you shady yet. Right. Exactly. Just, you know, so... Yeah. Anyway, you have that. So, yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, I love being black. It's one of the dopest gifts God could have gave me is making me a black woman. He was doing too much, but you know. You know. He, you know. He blessed y'all with me. You know, he was trying to make y'all life better. Anyway, I love being black. I love being <laughs> part of... I love being a black person, so I ain't got to pretend to be. I'm so excited to celebrate Juneteenth with my people. Mm-hmm. We're going to eat some chicken wings and twerk, and I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care that that's a stereotype. I, say, I don't care. I don't care. Because whatever. guess what? I kiss people, I'm black people, but I like chicken wings. Right. And Megan Thee Stallion has released a song that you can't do nothing but twerk to. Right. If you mad, I mean, listen. That is the motherland taking over my body, okay? <laughs> my body just know what to do with the beat drop. With the beat drop. With the beat wow. drop. Ah, ah. You, wow. you can't see, but you know what's happening. Because if you if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Right. But anyway, where can they find the show, John? You can find the show at everythingandnothingpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can please send us, you know, send us some emails. We want to hear from you guys. Um, you know, uh, things you want to hear us talk about, uh, maybe any suggestions, stuff like that. And we love that you DM them to us, but it'd be a little easier. Yeah, it'd be a little easier. A lot of people just DM us, like, well, here, talk well, about this. Because, like, there have been people who DM me that I know don't DM you, exactly. and, and vice versa. Exactly. So, if you email it to us, we, we both, both can see, see it. it. <laughs> or you can just DM, if you if you do DM, DM the show. DM the show, which you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at EANpod. Yes. Um, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at call me underscore Mr. J. <laughs> you can also find me on TikTok at call underscore me underscore Mr. J. Where can I find you at? You can find me at Akira Elon, A-K-I-R-A-E-L-A-U-N on Instagram and on TikTok. You also can find my business page with the Love United. Thank you to everyone who bought shirts. Y'all are crazy. I'm thinking about fully opening up in July. Um, I'm still trying to figure out and work out a few kinks, but I think that I'm aiming to be fully open, ready to go, no pre-order, just selling stuff starting July. So I'm very, very excited. Um, Thank you so much to everyone who support, bought a shirt, liked, commented, shared, I'm grateful. I'm humbled. Um, y'all gonna make a thug cry her lashes off. I appreciate it so much. And um, what else was I about to say? Oh, next week. We don't know if it's gonna be a show next week. We're figuring it out. I am so excited. I'm gonna be in Atlanta next week. Please tune um, in. Stay down. I'm so excited. If you are someone who lives in Atlanta, hit the kid up. I can't guarantee right. we're gonna meet up or nothing, but maybe we can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Let me know. I'm so excited. To just be out of Ohio, child. Look at me. I don't believe so, like I belong in Ohio, child. I'm so excited. Go ahead. What you about to say? Um, also, uh, this Sunday will be a year of Woo! this version of EAN5 of everything and nothing. This, wait, you said this Saturday the, or Sunday? Sunday, the 20th. Wow. Yes. will be a full year since we decided baby to come back. Be one. Yes. Um, and if you've been rocking with us, we appreciate Thank that. Thank you. Uh, I'm trying to think of something we can do to, you know, commemorate that because we'll do one thing that I have seen in this podcast journey is not everybody makes it. Most people don't make it two weeks, a month, especially a year. Yeah. We are pushing towards our 50th episode. 
Um, which I know the math on that is weird, but, um, <laughs> but whatever. We've had a few weeks. But we've been, I mean, we've not gone long stretches. Yeah. We've, we've had a few weeks, mostly due to like technical difficulties. Or weather. And just extreme weather. in Ohio. Right. Um, <laughs> so, but at the same time, we're still here. Facts. Um, a whole year. Cause here's the thing. The first time we tried to do this, we only made it a couple of months. Yeah. And well, I take that, I'll take that back. We made it maybe like 10 months. Yeah. And then it just went south. Yeah. Things didn't work at the other platform, but now we're here. People are hearing us. People are seeing us. Thank and for guys. me, I cannot express how much that means. It's humbling. Um, people really be caring about what we think. That's yeah, crazy. That's crazy. When I get like, vid- like, hey, here's this video. Tell Y'all me what you think. Let's talk about thinking about it. It's like, you can't somebody, yeah, somebody outside, like somebody who does not know me right. wants to hear my opinion or whether I'm making a joke about it or not. So right. that means a lot to me. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so we'll try to figure something out to commemorate that. I don't know if, it, you know, maybe we'll go live on something. I don't know. Oh, maybe we, we, could, do do, we could do that. We can do that. We can do that. We probably should have talked about it first, but whatever. You should, I mean, he definitely just put me on the spot. That's but fine. at the same we'll time, that's how out. we do the show. It's not, look. The, the the great staff that we have here at Everything and Nothing are always maintaining these things for us. So it's super easy for us to come up off the top of the head with these kind of things. So whatever. Um, but yeah, it's been a year and hopefully one of many because yes. this, like, I will tell people this is the highlight of my week every week. Um, See you, me. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Let's roll them. Anyway, um, but at the same time, like I said, this is the highlight of my week because I know that if nothing else, mm-hmm. somebody is hearing this yeah. and they're able to decompress for, for sure. an hour a week, yeah. you're able to just take your mind off of whatever it is that's going on. And that's the reason why I do this. Yeah. That's the reason why I speak for you, why you do this. Sure. Also because you want to see me. Um, Here you go. But is it not the truth? It is. Um, anyway... Um, so we appreciate y'all and yeah. hopefully, like I said, we've got plenty more years left to go on this. Maybe you'll see us on TV. Maybe you'll see us on YouTube. I don't know. I um, maybe record. Sure. Video we can do something like that. We'll record. talk about it afterwards because we're running out of time. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, as always, before we go, uh-huh. let me leave you with this. Uh-huh. Skydiving without a parachute is truly a once in a lifetime experience. Bye, fool. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> He's so goofy. <laughs> <laughs>